0: KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. Hey, Rob, I did a search this morning knowing we're going to talk about this latest car crash in Orange County, five teenagers dead. I did a search, you know, uh, teens died in car crash. Well, that was a dumb mistake to if I thought I was going to get to this story. I couldn't believe the list of stories, all of them kind of sounding the same about a bunch of teenagers in a car. Sometimes there's alcohol involved. A lot of times there isn't. Dying together in a fiery car crash. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. And we, state after state is going, moving to restrict the number of teenagers that could be in a car driving together at any time because, you know, it's the, uh, boy, I don't know how many times when we were kids, 19, 20 years old, even younger than that, too, but started driving at 16 and the crazy things we did in the car. Everybody encouraging, hey, go faster, go fast, racing the car next to us with the other kids we all know the stupid stuff that we survive, but so many kids don't survive it. So you know what I I tried to do, Rob? I, I put Irvine car crash, and then I got the one from last year, remember, where the car hit a tree and all five teenagers died? I thought, wow, it's even if you narrow it down to a smaller geographical area, and now I'll get the story I need to get the background on, it still gives you the wrong story. This is how often this stuff happens. When are we going to figure it out? When are we going to figure out that kids should not be driving cars at this age? I I don't know. I think 21 is probably the right age before you drive a car. I know this is never going to happen in this country. I know. It's part of our culture. It's our way of life. I love getting it. I got my, my license. I guess it was my learning license, whatever we called it at the time. I forget. Learner's permit or and I got that on my 16th birthday. Actually, I was really pissed because my birthday fell on a weekend. And I had to wait till Monday to do the test to get my... I was one of those guys. Couldn't wait to drive a car. Learned to drive in a parking lot with my dad teaching me. Didn't go to driver training school like so many kids went. I mean, I was the cliche. But When I think about the close calls, when I think about the first left turn I made when I got my full license, and my dad said... There you go, son. Go out for a wee drive. Just drive a boot. Drive a boot and get used to it. Get your confidence up. Remember coming out, turning right onto our main street in front of our house, make the first left, and I had that moment of hesitation because this is the first time I've done it without someone sitting next to me. I had to make my own judgment, and I got halfway into the intersection, and I realized I didn't leave enough space, and I had to give it a little gas to just clear the intersection, and the rear end fishtailed. I had to pull over. I've never told anyone this story, actually, until this moment. I had to pull over half a block away. Just, I was sweating. Oh, almost died on my first trip as a driver alone. But then I got back, you know, back onto the road and took my time. And uh, slowly but surely, your confidence comes up. But in retrospect, I'm terrified about the idea of my kids being that young. Not as easy to get a full license. You know, you could... You could do your test within a couple of weeks of your 16th birthday back then and then drive around with a car load of people. Seatbelts? Didn't matter. I got six kids from school I want to drive. I only have five, five seatbelts. So what? Me, six other kids all squeezed in. My dad's car had a front bench. Remember instead of the bucket seats? Of the, we called them bucket seats. Now we just call them seats. But every, front, every car had a front bench because you'd be like three or four people in the front seat, three or four people in the back seat. That's how we all rolled back then. And then you see these kids. Man, what a waste. Five teenagers on the way back from Not Scary Farm. You know, it's Halloween month and friends and family members, classmates, teammates all getting together today. They're holding memorial services for these kids killed on the weekend on the five in Irvine. There was a candlelight vigil on Saturday at Laguna Hills High School. Two of the victims attended that school. There were students, members of the water polo team, flowers and candles and pictures placed around the pool. Just absolutely heartbreaking stuff. Large crowd of kids gathered around to remember these 14 year old girls. Who's doing that? I don't understand. I understand who's letting their 14 year old girl go to Not Scary Farm. And out till two in the morning. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. No parents driving. I, I don't. I'm just so confused about all of that. I know 14 a bit grown up, but my 14 year old. When my kids are 14, they're not going to be going to do that kind of stuff without an adult driving them and picking them up. I will admit, I drop them off, let them go do their thing. That's not. They're not 10. You don't have to follow them around. But whose whose parent is driving? That would be my first question. Not some. Young kid who just got a license. In this case, a 16-year-old driver, unlicensed, an unlicensed driver behind the wheel. Nobody, nobody checked. I don't, I, just don't, I don't get it. There was a press conference around 11 o'clock this morning, and Joe Quan was there to get the latest on this.
1: Five young people losing their life and one being seriously injured. Uh, we also want to extend our condolences to the family, not only the families but the friends and schoolmates. And the communities that these young people were uh, were a part of. Uh, it's too early to, to uh, say whether or not any criminal charges will be uh, will be filed. Uh, the most important thing is to gather the facts of what occurred that night, and uh, whatever happens uh, later on uh, is yet to be determined. But we're very early in the investigation, and I think it's only fair that we uh, conduct a fair thorough investigation and let the facts bear out at the end. Uh, Again, the the facts of of how the uh, driver came into possession of the car and actually who it it belonged to uh, is yet to be determined. Uh, There's no indication at this point that drugs or alcohol uh, were involved. Again, the initial stages of the investigation, uh, there are additional steps that are being taken uh, to positively uh, uh, rule out or uh, the, the presence of alcohol or drugs. Well, the law requires that every passenger in a vehicle has to have a seatbelt. So if they exceeded the number of seatbelts in the car, then uh, someone was was not uh, secured. Well, I would encourage parents, if, if you're not sure what the driver's license laws are, then contact someone who does, uh, Department of Motor Vehicles, but also California Highway Patrol. We have a program specifically uh, called Start Smart for our young teen drivers and their parents. And it talks about the licensing process and it talks about driver safety there's a lot of things that we can do to educate our children uh, especially the young drivers uh uh before they get out on the road and uh, I know officer Oliver can, can speak uh, uh at length about this with you but anybody know about this program drive smart
0: I don't know about it but my kids aren't there yet but how would you you know your 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 kids suddenly are old enough that they're driving around with their friends why would you just learn about the program I I Eight hundred five two zero one KFI. Eight hundred five two zero one KFI. When your own kid is driving age, you're going to think about it. Or your daughter starts to hang out with kids who are driving, maybe you'd look it up and try to figure out the the rules. I don't know. How do you know the kid's not licensed? You kid comes to the door, you say, "Show me your license to drive a car." I don't even know if we're clear yet on whose car it was and uh, how they got the car and all that stuff. Is uh, did they all did they all know each other really well? Did they meet there? There are a lot of details about this. We just don't know. I only know that if it's my 14-year-old daughter going to not scary farmers, two o'clock in the morning, I'm the one who's picking her up, or some other trusted grown-up, not 18 or 19, like some 35-year-old is picking them up.
1: It's a very worthwhile program. Some school districts have adopted it as a requirement for students to take before they drive their cars to school. Um, it's just, uh, it's a very uh, effective uh, educational program that, that talks about the dangers of, of driving uh, especially with our, our young teen drivers.
0: How effective can it be when you know you type in Orange County fiery crash and you find two in two years? I don't know I'm wondering about that. As, I don't know if that's Joe in the background asking the question. Uh,
1: educational program that, that talks about the dangers of, of driving uh, especially with our, our young teen drivers. Uh, it appears it was a, a family member of the driver. Yeah, she's asking who the car is registered to. Uh, it appears it was a, a family member of the driver. Uh, again, we're, we're trying to determine exactly what the relationship was.
2: Yeah.
0: Efforts to reach out to schools. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it over to to the doctor. She can speak. Uh.
0: All right, we'll uh, we'll end it there because we got to do a break here. But the driver, of course, is the only one who survived this. Either wasn't wearing a seatbelt and was thrown out, or was severely injured and got out of the vehicle. Severe head injury, had brain surgery today. It's uh, just such a tragedy all around. Eight hundred five two zero one KF five. People want to call about this and talk about it. About. Uh, we got I got an email from someone who knows the family, and so uh, I want to dig into this. KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. I don't think we have a law in California. We uh, took the California Highway Patrol advice and went to their uh, Smart Drive program website. It just tells you how to sign up for classes. We're not finding a lot of easy information on there, uh, but uh, you can always go to... Uh, the DMV website finds some details about who can drive, when they can drive. During the first 12 months, teen can't drive between 11 p.m. and 5 a.m., can't transport passengers under age 20 unless accompanied by a parent or guardian. So, yeah, there there is the law in place, Brian. That's what we're talking about. If you're a teenage driver, you can't have passengers under 20 unless there's a parent or guardian or a licensed driver 25 or older. And these laws are designed to try to avoid the very thing. We have a lot of kids in the car. Even if they're sober, there's this team, there's this group pressure about, come on, drive faster, go, or you show off. So there's just too many teenagers in this car, this crash in Irvine. Got six kids in the car. So far, only the uh, driver has survived. Michael writes, my daughter was good friends with one of the boys killed. He was a good kid, straight-A student, college uh, Classes, perfect attendance. She was actually supposed to meet them in Knott's with another friend that night. They would not have driven back with them, but they were very close, and it's a tragic thing when life is lost so young. Kevin, you're on with Bill Carroll.
3: Hi, Bill. This is Kevin. I'm a licensed school bus driver in Orange County who happens to own a driving school as well. I've taught thousands of teens how to drive over the years. And I have a real issue with Orange County parents not seeming to follow the d guidelines that are set in place for, uh, you know, good reason. Let me give you a quick rundown exactly how a teen is supposed to get their license in California under 18. They first have to do a classroom, could be inside a class or driver's ed online. When they're done, they get a completion certificate. This certificate has to be signed by a parent stating once my teen gets their permit, we're gonna go get a driving lesson right away. A driving school has to sign a driving permit to make it valid. And then they can practice 60 hours parent-team program, that's 20 minutes a day during the six months, then the driving school has to provide six hours of behind the wheel. Once they have the six months, 60 hours, six hours driving school, they can take the driving test. What a lot of parents in Orange County seem to do, they get the permit, and they don't know they have to go to driving school. The paperwork from the online course, the DMV application itself and the permit all explain this very straightforward, very clearly. You have a lot. So you of have the permit, but
0: you're not supposed to drive. Like you can't have a dad sitting next to you and drive right away.
3: Yeah, you cannot walk outside the DMV and drive home.
0: You got it. That, that well, why would they do it that way? It doesn't make sense.
3: Well, they want to make sure. Obviously, your parents know how to drive. They can probably teach you. But a licensed driving school, who's licensed to teach you how to drive can give them more pointers more specifics on a good foundation. right and it lets you let
0: you do it younger it's part of the compromise you can drive at this age but you're going to have to do this but parents don't understand that but there should be uh there should be a, a licensing system that says you have this permit that only allows you to take the course and then at the end of the course the permit should now say okay you can go out there and drive with a licensed driver sitting next to you sure but that's not how it works you're saying
3: uh, no, 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 not at all. Man, a lot of parents get the paperwork, they get the DMV permit, they wait for six months, there's no driving, then because a teen has to have their permit for only six months, and they can take their driving test, they want to rush them through driving school. Well, my son's had his permit for six months, uh, let's get him through driving school so we can get him licensed. It's like, well, that would be a good idea, but they've got to put in there 60 hours. And a lot of parents call and say, well, we didn't know that, but it's on all the paperwork, and it's actually on the permit that the teens had in their pocket for six months
0: right now the rules tell, never, let's talk about even if you have a full license you're a teenager you can't have kids under 20 in the car with you right
3: exactly everybody should be 20 or over unless you have a 25 year old in the car
0: right how many how many parents do you think follow that rule for their kids
3: uh yeah probably yeah, part, yeah a lot do not
0: and even if you try to they they leave the driveway you don't know what they're going to do once they leave exactly it's an honor system basically yeah. And you're trusting a lot of people that we have recognized just by the way the law's written, we've recognized they don't have great judgment, but you're asking them to use the judgment to obey the rules and not have kids in the car unless uh, somebody's in the car is twenty five years old and a licensed driver. Lloyd, go ahead, you're on with Bill Carroll.
3: Yeah, I was eighteen when when I got my license, but um my my mom, she set the ground rules. What she said goes. So we had a curfew, and she would I remember she would always tell me nothing good happens after twelve. So my curfew was before twelve o'clock, and usually nothing nothing bad happened, you know, once I got home. So there's always more that can be done, whether it's more education, more education, or parents, you know, stepping it up more. Right. It's still a tragedy with you know what happened in
0: Irvine. You know, I uh, I have a license right now, the motorcycle permit. But it's the first level, and I'm not allowed to drive after dark. I'm not allowed to ride on the freeway. I can't, you know. And now I've ridden a motorcycle with a license from another country for decades. So it would be easy for me to get on my Harley, go down the street, and just get on the freeway. It would be easy. I'd have no problem with it. I've I've ridden on freeways a thousand times. But I'm old enough to know, uh, right now, legally, I can't do that. It would impact on my insurance. I could get fined if I got hurt. There'd be ex- maybe excuses not for people to pay off. Uh, it would impact on my, my wife and my children. And But, you know, I'm a grown man now. So just because I can do it doesn't mean I'll do it. I follow the law literally, even though for me personally, it's silly, right? It's stupid. I've been doing this for 30 years. It doesn't matter. Those are not the rules. You follow the rules. But kids don't think that way. They don't go, hey, well, listen, I got three hot teenage girls in the car that I picked up at uh, Not Scary Farm, but and I've offered to drive them home, but I don't have a 25-year-old, so I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's not how kids think. And maybe it, because they can't think that way, maybe they shouldn't have a license to drive a car. A lot more people want to talk about this, so we'll take more calls here in a couple of minutes. Rob. can right AM 640, Bill Carroll. I'm just warming up that little soundbite, I promise you, Rob, at the beginning of the show. The end's coming up. I know you're sitting on the edge of your seat. I'm in. Got some almost Rob Ford sound for you. I know you love Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto. your favorite guy. And you know he's very sick. Yeah. And he's still running uh, for council, but his brother's running for mayor. And his brother went on stage at a Jewish community debate. And answered a question about his brother Rob being anti-Semitic, and the answer will delight you. Okay, so <laughs> okay. I'm imagining it now. Answer will delight you. Coming up at 12:50. Sadly, though, we're talking about another case of five teenagers killed in a horrific car crash on the weekend, uh, coming back from Not Scary Farm, which is what they do at this time of year. They turn the whole place into a scary Halloween thing, and a bunch of teenagers in a car got in a terrible accident. Six kids. One, the driver, survived undergoing brain surgery. He's in rough shape. The others, uh, you can only hope that they were killed instantly in the crash. Otherwise, they died in the fire, which is I can't even imagine. So, you know, a lot of questions about this. There are rules in California designed to try to avoid this exact thing. You're a kid driving a car. He didn't have a license, apparently, or it was suspended. You're a kid driving a car. You can't have a bunch of teenagers under 20 in your car with you unless somebody over 25, licensed to drive, is in a car with you. 800 520 1KFI. I read you the email from Mike earlier, and Mike is on the phone now. Go ahead, Mike. What did you want to say? You knew one of these kids?
4: Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, everybody shouldn't lose sight. Um, you know, these were the, the, the kid that i knew or my kid knew um he was a good kid and then you know they were they were really good kids straight a students um you know the kid your your attended. kid
0: knows is not the
4: uh not the driver no 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 uh he's unfortunately one of the ones who uh, got killed in in the car accident and um uh, you know my child you know spent the night last night at one of the uh uh one of the candlelight vigils and uh you know, it's really tough. You know, I've never had to deal with it, like anything like this before. So, and is your is it a uh, son or daughter you have? Um, well, uh, I have a daughter. And, and how's, uh, how's, yeah.
0: how's she handling this?
4: Well, she's she's been spending she's been with my ex wife, so you know she's she's doing pretty good. Um, you know, uh, they were her and another friend were actually supposed to go up to Knots and and meet them. Uh, they were, you know, probably would have. You know, ran into these guys because, uh, you know, they all went to school together and uh, they took actually special, you know, college prep classes together. So they were very close, very, very close. Do you have rules going, for your daughter
0: good. about who she drives with?
4: You know, I haven't really had to run into that problem yet because usually I'm the one that's driving her or my ex-wife will drive her.
0: Who drove uh, her this weekend?
4: Um, she did She They didn't actually go. Oh, they didn't um, go, okay. Yeah, you know, one, one of the kids that she was supposed to go with got sick, and they decided not to go. Um, but, you know, if, if if my kid would go to something like that, um, yeah, we would be the ones probably picking her up and dropping her off.
0: Yeah, that's what I said at the beginning of this. It's just, you, there's a certain age where you still, you're not going to hang out with your kids, and you're not going to follow them around, but you are going to drop them off and you're going to pick them up. They're just not going to listen to the rule about a 25-year-old being in the car. Jason, go ahead. How you doing? This is Jason? I'm all right.
3: Okay, good. Hey, you know, I live in Lake Forest, right next to where all this happened. But I have to tell you, we live in an area which is Lake Forest, Mission Viejo, vale, Laguna Hills—very upscale. There's a lot of upscale people here, and th- these kids have the fastest cars the parents don't really you know they'll give them anything and they don't care it it, it just doesn't seem that 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 the parents care that the kid doesn't have a license oh we're going to give little johnny this really fast car well
0: Uh, you know what i'm sure that happens but at the same time uh sometimes kids take your car when they don't have permission to take it and sometimes you drop them off and then they jump in the car with some other kid to drive them home and they swear to you, no, no, his, uh, his mother's driving the car. They lie to you at this age, which is why you have to be the one to drop them off and you have to be the one to pick them up. That's that's the only way you can be assured that they're going to get back safely. Go ahead, Kathy. Hi, Bill. Uh,
2: my daughters are grown now, but when they were 15, 16 years old, Anybody that they got into a car with, I didn't care if it was an adult or a teenager. I need, I had to see their driver's license, proof of insurance, registration. Good for you. And if was registered to them, I called whoever it was registered to. And I also, if it was a teenager, made them give me proof of insurance the day before so I could call to make sure there was insurance.
0: Now, how did you guarantee that if there's more, more than a couple of teenagers in the car that there's a 25 year old did you check on that
2: well at that time i don't believe the law was was,
0: it's fairly new
2: 25 yeah yeah Yeah. but my children knew that at any given time if they told me they were at point a that i would be at point a to check to make sure they were there
0: yeah Um, now you can track their phones too you can make sure they are where they say they are carol go uh well did i lose someone there is this Carol? No, I think I lost someone. This is Carol. Go ahead, Carol. No. This is a train wreck. Stephanie, you're on with Bill Carroll. Hi. Hi. Hey, I was- That's <laughs> why you got to be over 25 to work the phones here. A lot of people I, would have panicked, I, but not me.
2: And I have three children under the age of 25, one brand-new driver, and... We follow those rules. I took a little offense to Mr. Uh, driving School Man saying, um, "Orange County parents, you know, we didn't let our children drive alone at night for the first six months that they got their license. They can only drive to and from school. Even explains we don't." Have to
0: All right, Stephanie. I'm just having a, I'm having a streak of bad luck. Do I dare try Michael and go back to Stephanie? Her phone was terrible. Go ahead, Michael.
2: Yeah. Hi, Bill. Uh, yeah, everyone brings up about the family and the boy that survived and all this, but I, which is justified. But I can't imagine the first responders, you know, the, to, to see something like this. Can you imagine they have children there the, the kid's age and to, to actually see this carnage on the freeway? I, they'll never be the same like that 16-year-old kid that survived. He'll never be the same.
0: Well, if he does survive this, imagine the guilt he's going to feel.
2: Oh sure, he, he was. you probably say, "Why did I? I'm the one that caused this. How could I survive?" And my these five, my five friends died.
0: I know, Michael, but that's why we have to make the decisions for them. They're not ready to make those decisions. We have to I make understand. sure, right? We have to make sure that they don't drive, and we have to make sure that know, they don't get in a car with somebody I'm else not- who's 16.
2: I know, but hindsight is always 20-20. No, but this we know.
0: Like To do what I did, Google teenagers killed in a crash. This is why so many states have passed laws about kids can't be in the car, a bunch of them driving around. You make a good point, too, Michael, about the first responders. We don't talk enough about that. Of course, we know that members of the military come back from foreign countries with post-traumatic stress disorder. But, man, the people who deal with this kind of stuff, people who have to Take those bodies out of the car. See those kids. You can bet that's uh, that'll be in your nightmares for the for the rest of your life for sure. And the CHP is still looking for more information. I don't think it's been you know confirmed that he is completely at fault. There there might be more to this story, but that aside. Well, except Brian, here's where you're wrong. Those many that five six teenagers cannot be in the car together. No, no, you're right. I'm not. They taking just can't. Away from that, that point. That's already the law's been broken right there. That's not supposed to happen. Now that doesn't mean that uh, somebody else didn't run them off the road or some other circumstance. Uh, oh, and, and you can't just jump to conclusions and blame the parents. Those parents may have no idea that their kids were in that car. Maybe they were out for a little joyride and uh, dad was going to pick them up in another hour or whatever. Cause it sounds crazy, two o'clock in the morning, but it's the weekend. It's Halloween. You know, it doesn't. Those, that, that's one of those things, events you let your teenagers go to late at night. Because you figure they're at Knott's uh, Berry Farm, scary at this time of year, but they're going to be safe, and then I'll pick them up later. You know, maybe they left early and jumped in the car. Maybe the kid took his car without parents' permission. You, we just don't know those details yet. But it's just another reminder for parents, you got to make sure you know where your kid, just because they have a license to drive a car or one of their friends do, doesn't mean they're responsible enough to drive around at 2 o'clock in the morning. All right, coming up next, uh, we have uh, a national anthem fail. Those are always fun. This one's a little bit different. And we have sound from the Ford family defending anti-Semitism allegations. Just for Rob. Coming yeah. up. you. What do you have working on uh, 1 o'clock? Yeah. 640.
5: I love
0: seeing You I You turned on your mic to talk to us off air, and then you went on air.
5: What the hell is
0: wrong with Elizabeth Espinosa? Wait, not happened? Where we, haven't start? we haven't started yet. We were in the commercial break. Boy, oh boy. KFI AM 640, Bill Carroll. Elizabeth is here, as you now know. She <laughs> dropped by. I was just saying, you're a little early dropping by today. And she turns on the mic. Well, I'd just love to see you. You could have done that with the mic off. Everything with you has got to be on. It's always on with you. Hey, uh, Brian got a nice email from Carrie. I love he hands the ones to me that congratulate him. Thanks, Brian, for bringing up the fact that all the details are not out yet in this Irvine crash with all those poor teenagers. I opened the segment talking about all the facts weren't out yet, but he gets the also bringing up the effect on first responders. My husband was a first responder on this scene. Wow. We have a 13-year-old daughter. This one hit very close to home. I bet it did, Carrie. Yeah, You're right. It's uh, How do you live with that? Especially when you have a kid that age, you just see the... Face of your own child and those kids. All right, for you, Rob, because, you know, this is your last couple of days on Earth. Right. Could going be, in for could routine be. ear, nose, and throat surgery. We know how that goes. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we're, we're doing you a couple of favors here. The, i got a few pieces of sound you're going to like. You know who Doug Ford is? Yes. Rob Ford is the mayor of Toronto. Doug is his brother who is a member of council. Now they've swapped lives because Rob has cancer. Told CNN this week, he the, the doctors told me he has a 50-50 chance. Anyway, he's running for council now, not for mayor. His brother, Doug, is running for mayor of Toronto. And he was doing a uh, uh, a meeting, a debate, at a Jewish community center. And somebody asked, uh, another guy who's running for mayor but who won't win, named Ari Golds something. Anyway, Ari. Ari asked, what about this tape of your brother using the K word to describe Jewish people? What about that? And so Doug... Went into his slick defense.
1: My doctor, my Jewish doctor, my Jewish dentist, my Jewish lawyer, my Jewish accountant.
0: Oh, yes, he did.
1: Our family. Can you please, please let me finish. My family has the utmost respect for the Jewish community. There you go.
0: Okay. I, see, you're not missing Rob so much now. <laughs> my gay decorator.
5: Some of my best my friends are Canadians. Gay
0: best friends. He went the some of my best friends are uh, Jewish people. Yeah. Except then he went on to confirm every stereotype. Right. My Jewish lawyer, my hairdresser. My da-da. da
4: da da I yeah, got stock. a schminken and my
0: schmackin'. They didn't buy it. Did you notice that? They started to boo him. Yeah, they weren't buying them. My best friends, the people that... But he'll get elected because he's got the Rob Ford magic. They're not even his friends. These are people who work for his company's family business. They're not even his friends. Okay, how about this one? If you're a Kings fan, you see this guy when the Kings are playing up in Vancouver. They've got this guy who sings the national anthem, but he does it in skates. Most people just kind of stand on the red carpet and sing. He skates around while he's singing, but the red carpet is still there. And this time, it's not a Canucks game. It's some other junior hockey game. But he uh, runs into a little problem with the red carpet. Hang well. the red carpet. Jump a ball. <laughs> oh. He keeps singing. He's on the ice. He keeps singing. Then he gets up. He's skating again. Another red carpet. Now he's all tangled
5: up in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All
0: right, we get the point. I took Killian to the uh LA Galaxy game on the weekend because it was Toronto FC and the LA Galaxy, so we went to see the game. And as we were walking through the parking lot, they were singing the Canadian national anthem and my son, who was born in Canada, said, "What is that they're singing, daddy?" Like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> he's now an American for sure he had he did had no clue
5: total American boy who won
0: uh the galaxy, three nothing
5: of course what's like fun so though?
0: I gotta go to more soccer games.
5: I love soccer games, really fun. I love him.
0: Maybe if that woman hadn't been screaming in my ear through the whole thing. Coming up on Thompson Espinosa.
5: We, You know, we've got to talk about Ebola. Oh, gosh. So sadly, of course, the uh, NBC cameraman, he is finally home. Thankfully, we're going to get into it with um, a reporter out of Omaha from KFAB, Tom Stanton. He's going to give us the latest. There was a press conference this morning with the family and everything else. The whole also, NBC
0: reporter thing makes it sound like some guy flew over there with NBC, was there a day, got sick. Meanwhile, he only worked for NBC for a day. He was three a days. freelancer <laughs> three days. who was already in the country for weeks before and has spent a lot of time there in the last
5: I think days. it's great for him because now NBC's on the hook to help him out. But so well, good think it's for great. NBC
0: for doing it, They I mean, him like good. a member of the family. Well, it's yeah. good
5: PR, let's be real. Also, uh, the video of, did you see this? This is awful. I mean, what is wrong with some of these fans? Video of the 49ers fan that was beaten in the bathroom. It happened yesterday. It's on our website. Sorry. Um, But we're going to get into that. I just, you know, reminiscent of what happened, obviously, with Brian Stowe.
0: Coming up next, Bill Carroll, KFI AM 640.